Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Hopefully the live stream is working tonight. Sorry about last week. We had some technical issues and still not sure what happened, but uh, we are uh, back with, and it looks like it is live tonight. Uh, we are back with Dr. Hans Utter. Hans, welcome back for your 40, what's the, I, I'm hearing music there. You're back for your 42nd uh, interview on Gnostic Media, Logos Media. Now, of course, we're Logos Media. But uh, so welcome back to your 42nd time. That's by far more than uh, any other guest. And uh, so let's see. And that's actually your first time this year. You haven't been on for about nine months. So welcome back. It's been a while, Jan. So yeah, man, I'm just, uh, this is a control center where I'm ruling everybody on the planet right here. Oh yeah. In my basement studio, you know, hey, hey, anybody wants to help me wire the studio, man. It's a pretty daunting enterprise. I, I could pan it around. I'm, I'm just going, uh, you know, all the technical stuff, wiring and all that, but, uh, yeah, doing well, you know, enjoying the, uh, the summer. Summer is a time to, we can find it to embrace the fullness of the harvest, right? The harvest that we've had through the year and, uh, you know, a time really in a space for relaxation, certain way to kind of let those restrictions down a little bit. Um, and it's hard to do, you know, I mean, uh, I'm trying to relax today, doing my best. And of course you called me and told me to come on the show at the last minute. So how can I relax? <laughs> That's all right. So. Hey, no worries. Well, you know, we had talked about three or four months ago about having you back on and we had a lot to discuss, but, uh, you know, last week, uh, YouTube demonetized my channel, so uh, please, folks uh, in the audience, of course, we've been exposed in the deep dark web for going on, you know, 10, 11 years now, so please support us on Patreon. Uh, the uh, paypal.me slash Logos Media link is there for support. Also, please contribute on the uh, logosmedia.com website. But, uh, you know, that hits pretty hard when they demonetize your channel. And they gave me some trumped-up excuse that I don't have enough original content on my channel. And then they, for their example, they used a couple of uh, 1950s or 60s videos I had uploaded to share for the audience that were just uh, pertinent to the uh, topics we discuss here. But, uh, you know, it's... Uh, it's uh, interesting to see their excuses and you know why they uh demonetize and claiming that i don't have any original material but uh anyway um welcome back hans let's uh, dive right in we got a great topic tonight in mk ultra for the masses contemporary culture and the control matrix it's a great title let's see what's behind it that that's a it's a good question right um let me just turn off my phone here um, you know, we have all the background things. So, yeah, so I've been kind of touching on this for a while and I've been trying to find the, um, so to speak, the grounding, right. Of all this stuff. Right. Cause there's, everything has a ground. Zamin, you know, there's an earth, there's a, there's a foundational aspect. And if the things are coordinated, right. Um, there should be a, an underlying systematic intelligence and a mode of delegation, right? You can't just, you know, do this stuff and it's easy to say so-and-so knew so-and-so and that's why that happened. But so I've just been interested because of the 
one could say the extreme evolution of these things. Um, and for example, the combating violent extremism bill in 2015, and I, I had sort of a vision um, that kind of described everything that's going on now. And unfortunately, it happened much faster than maybe it was 2016, whatever, and much faster than I would have uh, anticipated. And one of the barometers, so to speak, one of the opening thresholds of all these things is the popular culture, is the music, all this stuff. And, um, you know, hey, I, I, you know, I make my living playing, playing notes. In fact, I was going to jam a little bit. I, I didn't, you know, I got my small amp upstairs, you know, maybe I will a bit later, you know, put on a commercial break for Wheaties. Bruce Jenner, the breakfast of champions. You know, I grew up looking at Bruce Jenner on that Wheaties box. And I was like, man, that guy is a super, super man. And now he's a super, super ugly woman. There you go. But uh, the main thing is that to try to understand to a certain extent, because it, it, it gets very complex, right? You're not just talking about you know, arranging a few different details. You can look at, you, know, you can look at names and places and dates, which are of course central. That's how we ground what we're doing. But I was always looking for this sort of connective apparatus, right? This sort of glue for all these events, all the social transformation, how all this stuff happened. Um, and so I would just like to start out here um, talking about cyber sin, cyber sin the brainchild of Stafford Beer. And this is, um, you know, cybernetics and, you know, people talk about it, but again, to really understand it, because it's complex, right? It's, it's deliberately complex. And uh, I'll just bring up some pictures here and I'll share screens. All right. <clears throat> Hopefully some, uh, some porno video doesn't pop up, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's a you know what that's happened to people and you know of course people are total perverts but what if that just happened right i mean i have so much weird it stuff going on i wouldn't be surprised you know something just like pops up so i just go here share apparently that share. just happened to uh alex jones where uh, some stuff was put on his servers and sent to them and then they proved the fbi proved that it wasn't him so so you seeing that right there yeah so this is the model for the CyberSyn development, right? So the CyberSyn, you know, cybernetics, Macy conferences, I'm sure talked about that quite a bit, you know, cyborg, transhumanism, 5G technology, you know, um, social, cultural capital, the rearrangement of society into this total control space, control grid. Um, cybernetics is really fundamental for that. I mean, the whole IT revolution is coming from that, even development of the binary code. Um, you have direct connections, you know, tons and tons, endless connections to the counterculture. You know, of course, you got Bateson, Margaret Mead, you know, describing the little witches at the, uh, you know, the uh, Indonesian ceremonies, right? You start going through their literature and you start seeing that, you know, these people involved in, these cybernetic things, um, they have different roles that are publicly deployed, uh, deployed, deported, right? So Margaret Mead, 
um, Gregory Bateson. You know, Margaret Mead's academic work was completely fraudulent. Uh, Bateson really has this sort of arcane, you know, not very applicable uh, theory and these like metalogs with these like weird dialogues. So what did that guy produce? Why is this guy such a great personage? Well, in fact, this is the development of some of the core things as we see here in that picture. And here's a, a Stafford beer. Um, I'll bring that up here. I'm not a Zoom, Zoom guru here, but uh, if I see if I zoom out, okay, new share. Okay, and here we go. Wow, this is so high tech, man. So this is Stafford Beer, who was a very uh, important figure in second order cybernetics, but also the application of this to a social system. So when Salvador Allende took power in 1970, and by the way, he was deposed in, on 9-11, 1973, but Salvador Allende took power, they brought in Stafford Beers to set up this command and control network that would run the entire society, uh, that would run everything. And so I guess I have to open these, these pictures up first before they share. So let me just stop share. How do I stop share? Pause share. Okay. Back to me. All right. So, so this, this kind of a, the Star Trek like control grid. You are still sharing screen if you're trying not to. Okay. How do I stop share? Go up, go just mouse over the top of the screen. There you go. Got it. All right. I'm a, I'm becoming high tech, right? But anyways, this is sort of the lead in to understanding this, which ties into, you know, all this uh, occult stuff and everything else, but it starts to kind of, you know, really, really makes sense uh, in terms of, you know, how everything's arranged and how these musical events, how these, um, these different things are, are, you know, are occurring. And, you know, as, as you look into it, um, we find that, uh, we find that this whole thing is, uh, is, you know, th there is a level of orchestration that's not just simply paranoia, but you need a code, right? You need to have the code, you need to have the level of understanding. So let me just share, this is a control room of the, the CyberSyn uh, headquarters. Looks kind of like Star Trek, right? Back in the 70s. Right. Smoking a lot of good Chilean hashish. It looks like pretty, you know, good time, man. Um, and I'm sure most people probably don't know who Stafford Beers was, but he was a major figure in cybernetics, but really applied cybernetics. And he's got these amazing uh, writings on that stuff with all these, really, he's actually making these occult symbols, right? He's making occult uh, geometry, you know, describing these cybernetic systems, how everything fits together. But that, that control booth, right? This is, this is basically, which was rolled out, you know, again, in Chile. Um, and, you know, that was, um, that was basically where all the stuff uh, happened. So what I'm going to do is just, uh, I'm just going to play a little video and I'll go, I'll go deep with all the stuff. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm trying to like dumb things down. I've had people tell me, you got to dumb stuff down, man. Well, we did well, do, this is episode number 42 with you. So, uh, yeah. Let me see. Okay, watch on YouTube. And I'm just going to share this. And that, that little Spanish guitar music. Except it looks like the audio 
you, so you're hearing that guitar music, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's not showing up as a share. But you, you got to uh, reshare screen and either select that window or share the whole monitor. And you can also click the share audio button. Did you click the share? Okay, there you go. Now just reshow that. And you got to make it the screen a little bit wider there. Yeah, it's it's. Uh... Just spread out. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, you got to reshare, cancel the share screen, and then make sure you check the share audio bu button this time. Okay. Let's see. All right. Stop share. All right. And then just reshare. Make sure you check the audio checkbox. So I should probably have it like basically full screen here. Well, just be careful we don't share more than about 10 seconds because they'll try to claim that, you know. We're, well, yeah, uh, this is actually not, um, as far as I know, this is, you know, from the 50s. I don't think this is copyrighted. But. Well, you know, they, they try to pull shenanigans with my channel for anything, so. Okay, let's do this here. Okay, share. Let's do share. I just click on desktop one. Share just control. just hit share again and then make sure you share audio. Okay. You didn't did you share the audio button? I did. Okay, I'm not hearing it over here. Okay. Um you make sure well Well, you know what? We can just we'll skip that for now here. Um I do have my output set for that for some reason. Okay, well, you got to make sure that the checkbox in Zoom is checked when you share screen. It has nothing to do with your audio settings. It's in Zoom when you share screen there. When you click, yeah, on, I, when you click on the share, that. there's a button there to share computer sound. I, I did do that, actually. Um, okay. It was just a problem. So somehow, let's see if this is working now. No, it's not. No. Let me turn on my mic so we get a little bit of that. All right. Yeah, we're not we're not hearing it. Your mic isn't close enough to the speakers. Okay. Well, you know what? We'll just we'll just forget that happened. Um, but that's <laughs> a that's just a the guitar music was coming through. You know. Can but, you pause uh, the audio on that now? I'm still. Yeah, hearing I sure it. did. Yep, nice. I did. Okay, it's paused. And uh, yeah, for some reason, the audio of YouTube is playing out of my computer speakers when the sound output is set to my sound sound device here. So. Anyways, that's a that's an introduction to Stafford Beer's show talking about the cybernetic uh, control of the entire culture of society, right? Everything is being fed into this control room, into this control grid, and basically, whether it's economic, whether it's the flow of goods, of capital, of even of you know intellectual material, right? Everything is going through this computer system, this cybernetic model for the entire society or culture. Now, it's a little bit, um, you know, it, obviously it, uh, you know, who knows how well it succeeded, but that's basically the model right now that it's no longer just, uh, you know, uh, something done in the, you know, 1970s with the uh, 
funky chairs and all that stuff. It's actually being implemented um, on us right now, right? We've reached this evolutionary point, this evolutionary stage where all this is now being enacted. In fact, it's, of course, it's been enacted for quite a while. And then we can go back to, you know, um, people like uh, Francis Bacon, right? That, that sort of developed this idea um, or worked with other occultists um, that were occulted, meaning that they were hidden from view as being occultists, right? So one of the important things of this, types, this type of uh, occultism, um, which again, we can see it. I'm not putting my own frame on this. I'm not the one that puts all these satanic symbols or use all, all of these uh, you know, particular dates, numerological dates for all these events and ties all this stuff together and uses gematria, et cetera. I mean, this is being done and it's being done in a more and more overt manner. So you have this, on one level, you have this idea of total rationality. There's no spirit. We're just these machines that are operating. But on the other hand, behind it, you have this operating principle, which is very much grounded in these types of occult sciences, occult literature, occult knowledge, and this way of systemization. Um, so why don't you chime in, Jan, before I, before I go any further. So it's my big, my big money shot, that video. Well, I guess everybody can watch it. You can look it up. Staff yeah, well, they'll, they'll have to just look it up and then, uh, you know, uh, check it out from there. But, you know, people can go back and, and watch, well, for that matter, all of our shows on MKUltra and Mind Control. And, uh, you know, people can always fact check our work, too. You know, we've provided extensive research for, he for years here, so... I encourage everybody to always fact check the work that we put out here. A lot of people have questions and, you know, a lot of people are more into name calling and things like that rather than just looking things up because they don't like having their, their heroes busted or, you know, the, the, their official narratives destroyed that they, you know, thoughtlessly regurgitate. So we always provide as much as citation and background here for people to check as we can. So uh, it's, uh, you know, it's uh, easy for people to go out and look up. Yeah. So this is um, actually a book, um, very old book, which I'll give the citation for on Francis Bacon. Just quote from this. But so Francis Bacon says, men should know all the wisdom of the serpent, all the convolutions of the serpent, right? So this is one of the fathers of science. This is one of the fathers of this whole idea of this utopia, this particular type of, you know, the one world government, if you want to call it that, right? So in, in this book, The Advancement of Learning, we are much beholden to Machiavelli and others that wrote what men do, not what they ought to do. For it, it is not possible to join serpentine wisdom with a Columbine simplicity, except men know all the conditions of the serpent. Right. So he's talking about this is from 1597. It was published Bacon's essays. So Bacon, Bacon's theory is that we should know the evil arts just so we can be on guard against them. But he also said it's OK to put in practice some of the evil arts for particular agendas or aims, as long as you don't go too far into it. So he is a book essays on negotiating isn't that the issue right there you know and it's you know here's the thing though is the further you go into logos and truth 
the more you can see the the dark stuff without having to study it too far in depth i think yeah but so bacon says in his essay on negotiating quote if you would work with work any man if you would work any man it's not work with any man if you would work any man right if you would you know put them under your control uh, or transform them you must either know his nature and his fashions and so lead him or his ends and so win him or his weaknesses and disadvantages and so awe, awe him or those that have interest in him and so govern him okay so we, the first one is you know to work any man right you're putting man as part of this great work which is this larger social transformation and I'll be talking about the uh, the Madonna performance, which I will not play, um, but at the uh, the Eurovision because that's a very important document. It's an esoteric document of how far things have reached, um, and then we can just go on and on with all the other, you know, other things that are happening. Right, the loss of our freedom, the censorship, you know, this um, you know, smart grid. You know, you can go on and on, right? There's no end to it. But, but the first one, so work any man, know his nature and his fashions and so lead him. So that's the nature of man, right? So you know the nature of that person and fashions, meaning that which he's attracted to, that's which he wants to present to the world. Um, and that which is sort of, you know, his desires, so to speak, right? And so his nature, and then you lead him. And next point, or his ends and so win him. So you know what his goals are. End game, right? Somebody who's like an end gamer. I want to, you know, run this corporation or whatever that is. So you know his ends and then you win him, right? You, you know, you either lead him, first one, for the weaker type of nature, or you win him. You get him on your side, right? You say, well, if you work with me, I'll give you all this funding. I'll give you all these connections. You got everything, etc." Um his weaknesses and disadvantages, and so awe him. Awe him means you know these weaknesses of character and you step over and awe does it, it means like you're crushing him. It's like the awe of a hurricane or a giant flood or a fire, right? So you put the fear of God, you know, just kind of like the, uh, the Wizard of Oz, right? The Wizard of Oz, you know, it's all that smoke and mirrors, duh, you know, and that's the state, right? It's just the power of the state to awe you, you know, your you know, weakness. Um, and disadvantages, right? Intellectually, whatever. And the last one is, um, or those that have interest in him and so govern him. So those that have interest in him, those that he is in debt to, those that he is, you know, that one person, you know, the, your family, allegiances or alliances, but also the debts you have and stuff you've done. This also, you know, it implies this idea of, you know, getting dirt on people, getting people corrupted, capturing that. So this is, um, you know, back again to Francis Bacon, but, you know, you have to understand that, again, we have on one level, we have this science, we have this materialism, like Newton, all these other people. But in fact, you have this very, very detailed, um, arcane type of occult knowledge that's, that's behind that. Um, and that's so we get into the cybernetic systems theory, which relates to networks of human beings. It relates to connecting the human being to the machinic process, right? Making the human being a machine, installing psychological automatons in the mind, right? Installing types of 
thought loops, behavior loops, relational loops in order on a macro level and a micro level. That is on the individual in the macrocosmic um, level, even on the spiritual level. So I think that's, that's what I want to get to is how this stuff is actually being deployed. But we have to understand that it's, it's clouded or it's expressed in the language of mathematics. It's expressed in the language of materialism. It's expressed in the language of rationality, whether it is or atheism or whatever it may be. It's expressed in this language, but in fact is the unfolding of a type of progression for humanity, right? Which is a, a different movement. It is the, the serpent, right? It's the wisdom. He says very clearly, you know, the wisdom or the knowledge, you know, of the serpent, right? Which is this this type of knowledge. So that I'll leave Francis Bacon there, but you're welcome to uh, chime in. Oh, well, I'd have to go into the database for him, but uh, let me see here. I just want to pull that up just to see because I have researched him a lot. And of course, tied to uh, influence the Royal Society and uh, heavily influenced by Dr. John D, who is the uh, spy master for who is that uh, Queen Elizabeth, I believe, also uh, tied to Emanuel Swedenborg. But, uh, you know, these guys created humanism and what went into a lot of this uh, new stuff. Uh, in fact, I have uh, technocracy listed right here in the database. And uh, so people can go in there and check that out. But, uh, you know... It's uh, all tied together. By the way, the, the brand new database version was released today. For those of you who have memberships on the website, you can download the oldest uh, or the most up-to-date version as of today. But uh, yeah, Francis Bacon, Royal Society, Dr. John D., um, you know, all these guys helped create the idea of the new Atlantis, communism. So that's, that's what their ultimate goal is, in my opinion, from what I've researched on this topic and trying to create a, a communist-type uh, utopia. Well, yeah, and that's exactly what we get into. There's a quote from Albert Pike in Morals and Dogma, where he states that the nations of the world are a family. There is one government shall rule the world and the nations are as families and the individuals are as children, right? So, you know, Albert Pike um, very clearly um, expressing this. Well, um, the, you know, the word nation, in fact, is the largest expression of family, but it doesn't mean, you know, uh, like people meet, understand it now where you have a leader ruling over non-family members. It was, you know, it's like the word king is uh, the root is the word kin, family, K-I-N. And uh, so this is why it's directly tied to family, but then they take it out of context for their their uh, global market, their brave new world, all of that stuff that they're uh, promoting. Well, yeah, no, and you have to see that, that, uh, um, that this, these types, okay, the whole world is just one republic of which each nation is a family and every individual is a child. The whole world is one republic. So right there, you're saying the whole world is one republic. Okay? Right. So that, that sounds really kind of happy, positive, you know, whatever you say. But actually, every individual is a child, right? So we are children. And Muhammad was the Messiah. <laughs> we're, we're children to be um, manipulated, to be controlled, 
and to be maneuvered, you know, and so, you know, we see this, uh, you know, the knowledge of the serpent and all this stuff, right? So, I mean, Francis Bacon also, he wrote the New Atlantis, right? So New Atlantis was describing a one world government ruled by Solomon's house. So this hidden government is invisible, right? This idea of the invisible government is Francis Bacon's conception, okay? So this is in, you know, 1590, whatever, this idea of the New Atlantis and the secret society um, of, um, you know, Solomon's house, et cetera. So, you know, you see that, you know, connected with the world society. And then again, we see these different types of scientific apparatus, right? So the scientific is instilled with this level of religious fervor, right? You have to believe it. And now it's being legally enforced, right? The next thing is, if I say something bad about vaccines, the people will come to my door, you know, my social credit, right? So social right. credit score, which yeah. is, you know, which we have to understand, first of all, social, social credit was actually an economic system, you know, developed in the, you know, late 19th century, you know, 1890s, 18th century, whatever, which is based on, instead of having a reserve currency, instead of having a goldback currency, you actually have a an economic system based on what people do on people's output. A meritocracy, any, right? Well, no, but the, the, the currency is based on work, right? So any country that's implemented a social credit system, not the Chinese version or the soon-to-be American version or the Darwin Australia version, but the social credit system actually where money, say if I, if instead of taking a debt out, right? So instead of having a currency that's, um, that's, that's, uh, you know, that's predicated on a type of a loan of, of pulling it from outer space of just crunching numbers. If I go paint your house, I'm actually creating that currency through my labor. So what you pay me, that currency comes into being not through debt, not through usury, not through, you know, hoarding of, of gold, but it actually comes into being through my labor. Right. And so then you have, so the more you work, the more money you get, but actually then that starts a system of, a debt-free currency, um, you know, which is, you know, it's been enacted in various places in the world. It's just that people don't understand it or know about the history. And so that's what social credit was. And now social credit is what? Where you walk and your cell phone is scanned, everything you've looked at, everything you've done, you get a score. People pull up the app. They can look at you and they can see everything about you. And if you have a low social credit score, they know about you, blah, blah, blah. They can, you know, if you piss someone off, they can put something in their phone. And then it's all based on mobile phones like Pokemon Go, which I said <laughs> that was an essential model for what's going to unfold. And unfortunately, it is because it's all based on mobile phone technology. Right. right. Well, and, so, and we didn't even know two years ago when we did that episode how far it would go just from then from then to now. No, I mean, it's absolutely accelerated. I mean, if anyone goes back to some of those early shows, I put up all these scientific papers. Um, sometimes it got a bit arcane, but I mean, now... What I was trying to get to, because it was so immense, it was hard to articulate in a short format, right? Has now, it's right in front of us. I mean, it's deployed. It's deployed right now. Like like I said, you on your phone, you walk by, you have one of these light lamp posts, you know, the lamp post, one of those innocuous, beautiful symbols of a town. Let's go hang out by the lamp post, baby. You know, or, okay, that's maybe for prostitution. Okay, that's also part of the lamp post thing. But your lamp posts are these high-tech surveillance mechanisms right they are i mean the new ones you know they're not only going to be transmitters they're going to read they're going to scan your phones and so like in china you have to you have to shop with the phone now 
you have to get this like you know, one of those uh, one of those barcode things on your phone to get that scan so you can even allow to buy food otherwise you can't even buy food without that thing and you know so it's that level of control that people don't even want to realize is actually occurring in Perth, Darwin, Australia, I think one other city in Australia, and all over China now. It is so far beyond what I could have imagined would have been rolled out. I would think maybe 10 years, 20, 25, 23. No, this stuff just rolled out. And like I said, the Pokemon Go thing, like your phone is, if you lose your phone, you lose everything. But everything you do and say and speak and your, your biometric markers, your blood pressure, you know, when you get in and out of your car, you know, when you take a shit, sorry, you know, whatever, it's all going to be recorded on these devices, which are getting, you know, more and more advanced. Um, and in fact, like when I was in India uh, a couple of weeks ago, I tried to get a cell phone there and this only cell phone it has to be 4G phone. So if you don't even, I never got the damn thing to work. I ended up getting my other phones closed down from trying to activate this thing, but it was kind of funny. But anyways, the thing, you know, you have to have a while, you can't just have a simple phone, right? They do SIM cards that are only on a 4G or a 5G network um, for the SIM card to work. But anyways, that's a little bit jumping ahead here, but this, that's, I mean, this is what, this is why I'm talking about stuff because it's being implemented it's activated. It's activated in such a way that, you know, I can't stress enough that it's happening right now. I mean, imagine like right now, everything you have, everything you look at is being scanned, all your emails, everything is going to this computer and you're going to get a score. And then you may not be able to fly. You may not be able to buy things. You might actually starve to death. What happens if they take away your thing? I mean, it's, it's like, you know, and then you have automatic, all this automatic voice recording going on. And then you have all your smart appliances, et cetera, et cetera. You just keep going. And that's the smart city control grid, right? We could look at this uh, sort of occultic video from uh, the McKenzie group, you know, the, describing the smart city. Um, we had a little, this doesn't really have any uh, audio, so you just kind of look at it. But, um, but you know, that that's, that's what is, that's what the, the end game is, but we have to understand that there is behind the science, there's also this occultic mechanism that's occurring that very much the people that formulated this and how this developed is you know it, it's right there it's if you know what to look for and then once you see it um it, it, you know it's very apparent and and again the amount of occultic stuff you know all the symbolism in these videos all the stuff has reached such a an accelerated point right um, like i said i wish i could play that madonna uh, performance at the eurovision song contest i, I saw that a few couple few weeks ago yeah hideous you know uh somebody just posted and i was just looking up the website here but uh it said uh, uh, thomas says if you want to see your actual social credit score it already exists go to mylife.com and enter your name you know i actually tried to do that and i i didn't i guess i don't have any score at all so I, I couldn't find anything, but mylife.com. Yeah. yeah, there's all this stuff out there to, to look at your, I mean, yeah, stuff has been out there. I mean, even at jobs, I mean, there are all these things. Again, it's like your credit score, right? So your credit score, your social credit score, all this stuff can easily be interlocked and interfused. It's not like it's, um, you know, it, it's from outer space, whatever. But basically what we have is this development of this materialistic, this humanistic science, right? All this stuff um, is very much connected with this occult understanding, which you find in Rosicrucianism, you find in Masonry, you find in Kabbalah, however you choose to spell it, right? But all this stuff, um, 
you know, you do have some, of course, some real science going on, but you have the fact that they're pushing these types of occult dogma or occult, um, occult uh, manifestations within that. And then this is how we come to, you know, at this later stage, right? The, the beginning of the debasement of music and culture, but what is that doing? How does that work? Why, right? Why? That's a big question I had kind of, um, and I'm sure you're familiar with this, uh, but you know, the, the Kilophant, right? The tree of death. You have the tree of life, the 10 Sephirot uh, in Kabbalah. Um, and Kabbalah is, uh, you know, pretty complicated and I'll, I can get into explaining that, but you have the, the Kilophant, which is also spelled like 20, you know, five, six, seven different ways. Kilophant is the inversion of the tree of life, which is the tree of death, but it's also a model of society, right? It's based on ones and zeros. It's based on binary code. Um, which is the basis of the technological revolution, which is the basis of the cybernetic system theory with closed closed and open loops, homeostasis of a society, et cetera. All the stuff is interlocked. And if you look at the inversion of the Kabbalah, you look at the mysticism that's involved with this scientific order, then you can put something like what Madonna was doing at the Eurovision Song, song Contest in context. Um, and it actually allows to understand uh, the sort of MK Ultra techniques, right? I, I know I'm going fast here, so I'll try to I'll put the brakes on here because I'm throwing a lot of stuff out there. So you probably have to listen to this again. But the, uh, the MK Ultra techniques, right? These types of fracturing personalities, creating alters, all this stuff has, is now implemented on a mass scale. So, so this is a systematic way of understanding not only microcosmic that is individual psychological states and experiences but also group dynamics uh dynamics of different social orders and systems but also understanding how this the research is actually deployed and applied um on an individual basis and how all this trigger stuff and all these songs and all this other stuff ties together i know that's kind of a big balloon there so i'll let everyone take a breath where i was listening and i'm happy to take some some questions and stuff because I don't mean to drop the information bomb or, you know, but it, it, it's really interesting though. When you start to look into this, it really, it absolutely ties together. You know, and another event I'll start there is how about Notre Dame Cathedral, you know, being burned, you know, that's an example. It's a perfect example. That was like the sort of the bastion, right. Of, of Christianity, of the culture of this, of the middle ages, which actually was a great time. It's not like what we and, think. And I he mean, had all these idiots celebrating. It's uh, you know, fire too. Yeah, it's going to be rebuilt as a new uh, pan uh, global, uh, you know, touchy feely. Uh, they're going to have a big, you know, a big phallus on the top or something. Well, I guess it is. I mean, probably or, be- or they'll be, you know, supporting Islam on it or something like that. You know, and the thing is, is most people don't realize is that the the Islamists in France have burned two churches a day for the last over a year in France, and uh, that was just one more. You know. And, and meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile, they're overrunning Minneapolis. There's over 900 uh, Islamic uh, police officers on the New York PD. I mean, they're, they're rolling out Sharia law everywhere, and people need to start waking up. They're, they're so busy looking at uh, Israel and everything. They, you know, they're, they're not, uh, they don't even realize the bait and switch is going on. Hey, look over there at Israel. Meanwhile, Sharia law is being brought in, and and uh, nobody's paying attention to uh, anything, you know, and, and they people actually believe that 
16 million Jews are a bigger threat than 1.4 to 1.8 billion Muslims. And they think, you know, Muslims are brown people with box cutters and therefore are no threat. And it's just, you know, lazy, stupid thinking. Yeah, no, no. And that's, uh, that's, you know, but, you know, again, we do have to understand that this is, uh, you know, we're really looking at sort of ancient, you know, technology, science and all this stuff. And again, you have, the, um, I want to specify, you know, you have the tree of life and the tree of death, right? So you have the Malkut, the first Sephirot, first spear of emanation, then you have the inversion of that, right? So you have this tree of death. Um, let me just show a, a clip of that. And this is a great way to actually understand um, these, uh, um, you know, the stuff here. Um, let me just share this picture here. Justin says the fastest growing population are future terrorists. I'd agree with that. Aaron says, uh, can you speak to what happened in Chile in the 1970s with Allende's rule? Well, Allende, you know, I mean, this is uh, this is something again that they seized power, uh, you know, through violence. So it was a it was a socialist revolution. Um, to be honest, um, I haven't done the quote unquote revisionist look at Allende. I mean, I know Allende from my background, sort of as a former, uh, you know, quote unquote leftist, or even to say so. I you know, I, I know that, you know, they, he was taken down. He was killed in, on 9-11. Um, you know, he did take power by a violent coup. Um, I, and I then don't... There, there was the, the crap in Peru in the 90s as well, where, the, you know, and all of these, these socialist revolutions, mass murder, tens of thousands of people. It happened in Peru. It happened in Chile. It happened in Cuba. It happened in Laos and Vietnam, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They, you know, and the biggest one probably being uh, China or the Soviet Union, where they just mass murdered tens of thousands of people. But uh, and just really quickly, and then I'll let you go on with this image here. But uh, a lot of people don't realize is that Islam is the perfect religion coupled with communism. Yeah, well, that's um let me bring up another image here. Let me see here. Um, so I'll share. Yeah, and like I said, I'll just I'm gonna just kind of touch on this stuff. It gets kind of deep. So here we have the the kilophon, right? So we have, you know, the one, right? You ascend, you ascend to Moloch, right? That's you know, in the uh, tree of life, you ascend to the highest sephirot, which is God. Um, so one thing, just you know, Kabbalah again is extremely complex. It's one of the most uh, kind of arcane or complex esoteric systems. Um, and it, like I said, it, it's spelled, you have C-A-B-L-L-A, you have K-A-B-L-L-A, you have a Q, Q spelling. So each one of those spellings is going to represent a different form of this. So it's very, very difficult even to do research on it. Um, it's one of those terms, you know, people drop, I mean, people do just get into cybernetics, but not, not really you know, the underlying mechanisms of that, right? And, and one of the things about cybernetics to understand is that um, you actually have a system and the positive momentum is actually going to destroy the system. And the negative, the negative is actually what restores the balance. And this is again, cybernetics, you know, developed by Norbert Wiener, going back to much earlier um, conceptions, you know, in the 19th century, you know, Maxwell, et cetera, the idea of this governor, the steersman, which is connecting the human, the biological, the natural world under a single system of government and control and manipulation or transformation. But we have like, you know, the power of positive thinking. Well, actually in cybernetics, the, the meaning of the word positive is actually 
we would call quote unquote negative, right? Positive actually keeps you in your patterns and actually will lead to a type of destructive, uh, you know, feedback or, you know, destroying and negative feedback is, or the, the negative feedback is actually what allows for change or correction, of course. Um, and that's one of the examples of these inversions. And so here we have the inversion of the, uh, you know, the tree of life into the tree of death and people may be familiar with this. Um, you know, as I said, it's, it's, it's definitely a, you know, it's a complex subject um, to understand. First of all, we have 22 letters. We have these, we have this idea that everything is emanating right from the letters and numbers and, you know, other related things. So this actually allows for a control, so to speak. Um, knowledge of this is the secret wisdom, right? Of the ages. This is Chaldean. It goes, you know, it's, it, it's very ancient knowledge um but you, know, you have the three mother letters which is aleph mem and shin and from that everything else disseminates uh or emerges um and there's actually four different worlds in each one of them have their own sephirot and i don't know if they have their own kilophot or the negative kabbalah but anyways so this is a kilophot and it's a great way to see a model and if you look at it as cybernetic system theory, as a, if you, we can go back, you know, to that earlier picture I showed of the, um, of that, that thing from Chile, you know, the uh, Cybersyn, they called it Cybersyn, S-Y-N. Sounds kind of sexy, right? Cybersyn, all right. But anyways, we have our first Kilifat, Namaha, Lilith, and then we go, Lilith, and we keep going, you know, through all these different uh Sephiroth, these are actually called shells though, right? So this is a negative side of human nature, which ascends to Satan or Mulak, Thamayal, right? So that's the, the highest plane. Um, and this is the inversion of a society. This is the modality. This is a pathway for the destruction of the society is through this. I mean, it, you know, is one potential model. Uh, but then when you see the numerology aspect of it, then you see all the stuff that's being shown right all the symbol symbolism that's coming up in um in the media in you know through music etc um and so what's fascinating about this is you know i'll just share this real quick and then uh move on here but we look at this so the first the first um sephirot you know we have namaha you know it's related to lilith this is actually connected with music right and so we look we go back to the other side, the tree of life, like music is one of the first ways we can connect with the creator, connect with God. Um, so we have this inverted, um, inverted tree of life, the tree of death. And this is a process, um, you know, associated with not, these are considered actual demonic entities that are summoned, right? And that's, we can see all these different entities, you know, associated with all these music videos, you know, again, the Madonna thing is just rife with this stuff inside and outside, you know, Luciferuge and all this stuff, all these different uh, satanic deities. But anyways, Lilith Namaha is associated with sound, with music, um, with the inversion of music, instead of being a means of ordering society or connecting the individual to the creative source, it becomes a means of creating disturbance, of creating, of opening the doorway to everything else that unfolds. And within this, um, the Kilophot, we find all these different elements. And now we're pretty far advanced. If you look at that, the social transformation of the whole transgender agenda, this whole thing, um, you know, we have the rainbow flag, which is actually a Masonic symbol of Lucifer. Um, and so we have all these things that are going on and we see that we've reached such a far level 
of this stuff as ascending, you know, to the rule of Moloch uh, on earth. And um, so again, the music is the first pathway. And we, you know, we've looked at, you know, all the Chinese, I think I talked about Chinese music and all this other stuff that music. And is that, that was back in the beginning of our music mind control and psychobiology series. Yeah. And I think I brought it up. You yeah, know, you did uh, for sure. Yeah. But anyway, so this, um, this particular agenda, you know, you can see how does this make sense, right? And so you can go into um, all these different uh, schools, uh, schools of thought, um, and, and how do they relate? But we're looking at, there's ancient Egyptian stuff, there's Chaldean, you know, there's other stuff that, that's been formulated into this. So this is not, you know, this is not just, uh, you know, just a single work or whatever. This is a, you know, these uh, ancient mystery schools, or whatever you call them, you know, have, have kept this knowledge. But again, this is the anti-life, right? This is working against the principles of life for the destruction of the society. But then again, if we look at the transmutation of base metals into gold, so in a sense, they're destroying the society to create their the paradise for the those who will be ascended as the as the rulers. Um, and as you go through these stages, you know you have all these different types of things. You have sexual immorality, but you start with the debasement of music. You have the debasement of art. You have the debasement of government. You go through all these things and you go to the things you get to luciferage. We're basically a luciferage stage where not only is you go through the levels like pedophilia, you have some of these different uh, demonic entities, which are associated, directly associated, you know, with, with pedophilia, with all these different things. Right. Um, and, and, and so all these, um, and you have, of course, the, uh, the inversion, right. The inverted, um, I just have some notes here. So, um, you know, you have the inversion of these things, uh, these different uh, different levels, um, you know, and, and so this um, the whole process. But actually, then when you tie this into cybernetic system theory, then you start to get a model for this destabilization of society, implementing it, and then you connect it with the geometry of these specific dates, the word meanings, encoded colors, like red being the color of slavery, right? The red is a color of the slave. The reds, right? The reds, the communists, you know, all that stuff. You know, you've got that there. You've got all this symbolic stuff and now you know more and more blatantly everyone from beyonce to madonna is out there just rife with hundreds of occult symbolisms going through these videos not only the narrative but all the stuff that's there um and then what's inside the music i mean that's that's a whole nother level right the vibrational level because you have these intervallic signs right this whole theory of emanation is based on the vibrational or uh, sorry my mic's a bit hot the vibrational or the emanational level of everything in reality coming from vibration coming from sound um right and so i'll stop there because that was probably a lot of a lot of information well, i was I, just uh looking for that uh madonna eurovision performance that she did last month show that on screen here for just a second while uh you know i don't want to show it too long because they'll try to throttle it or do something but just yeah, want to show, show that, that. yeah you know, but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty ridiculous what they did. But they got what twenty or twenty-one uh, monks uh, stepping down the stairs there, and uh, you know, I'm not gonna play this the song at all. I just wanted to show that there. But anyway, well, play some show some other images from that because it, it well, gets pretty. I don't neat. I don't want to. You know, they're there are they already demonetized my channels, so you know, it's they're trying to they're looking for any excuse to take my my channels offline at this point. So. Uh, you know, when we exposed Islam and all that stuff, they didn't like that, you know. But uh, like like I said at the beginning of the show, it, it, the channel is demonetized. It was based on trumped up 
things that I don't have or enough original content on my channel, like all of the weekly live interviews for the last several years and whatnot. You know, and then they're also trying to claim like when I uploaded, uh, when I did interviews on other channels and uploaded them for my audience on my channel, that that wasn't original content, this kind of crap. So, but uh, anyway, you know, for the audience, please support the show. We can't do it without you. It's uh, very important for our survival that we get support from the audience. So, you know, you can uh, contribute on Patreon at uh, paypal.me slash Logos Media and directly on the uh, logosmedia.com website. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and I definitely welcome any contributions as well. You know, I'm just a... Yeah, throw out uh, throw, throw out uh, your PayPal email so people can donate to you as just, well. Just uh, at hotmail.com. And uh, this time, I'm, I remember I did that album. That was a huge amount of work. I still have to read that. It was like, but this time I'm actually offering um, a, a short ebook uh, for donations. Uh, if you give over 10 bucks, whatever. I've got a, a book that I'm going to go more of the positive side of music and sound. And, you know, again, there's so much... Uh, information here that it you know it can kind of seem like a like a jumble of 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 thoughts but actually it's you know it's, it's very precise and clear so i have a, a sort of a guidebook um you know related more i guess i'd say more of the positive side of also reversing these things and and just uh you know how to how to actually use this vibrational energy as it's a protective matrix i mean this is when you see that the beginning of the unraveling starts with the music you go back up and you can reverse that energy right and i think it's i think actually i'm beginning to think that the the, the frequencies have even have potentially uh protective um you know influence with like a em you know emf radiation all this electromagnetic stuff i think that you know that's one of the reasons i think that also the uh corruption of music is to hide you know what it can actually do how it can not only protect us but heal us and guide us towards uh more high uh spiritual aspirations and and, and and knowledge and wisdom and peace and joy and unity creativity love you know that's what we're here for we're not here to you know there is there's a stage of suffering but there's also the stage of awakening where you go beyond that suffering and i think to a great degree the the suffering has to be transmuted has to be understood and then you know then the remedy the the uh, medicine is is the to the understanding, you find that that grounding um, that, that 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 actually takes you to a higher level to a certain extent. So there's a level I think that all this stuff can be transmuted. At least I hope so. If not, then man, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in my bunker. You know, <laughs> whatever. I don't know how long that'll last, but um, it, anyways, yes. Yeah, so you know, if we look at you know these different you know, the, the, the tree of death and how that works, we can actually trace through the music, the change of art, through, you know, the change of, uh, you know, sexual morality, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, to finally, you know, you've got these, these uh, demonic entities who are ex essentially the architects of the total control grid where you're ruled finally by Satan or Mulak. Um, you know, we got Belil, you know, uh, Lilith, uh, Ostathoth is, um, you know, subtle stupidity, um, which is interesting. Violence against nature, you know. And so we have Lilith associated with like abortion, with pet, uh, you know, pedophilia, you know, Lucifer's. Um, he's in charge of hell's government. So Lucifer's is the one who's running like, the five G networks, the social credit system. That's Lucifer's. That's a deity. 
um, within the system. And you can actually see this stuff unfolding. Um, you can even see the, the implementation. Um, if you look at certain agendas, you can start with the music that you see on television shows and you see in legislation, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, I, I don't want to bash the uh, sodomites out there. More power to you. Uh, but <laughs> but anyway, so that's something absolutely you can see. Um, even the pedophilia stuff. I mean, you can absolutely see that, how it starts out with, you can see it starting out with music, going into images, going into entertainment, going into media, starting to go into social action, right? We have this level of social action. Then we start seeing legislation, da, 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 you know, and all these things are absolutely uh, interconnected. And like I said, it's a great model because it starts to break things down. And then you can actually see that, um, especially with say, you know, you got Norbert Wiener talking in the book, God and Gollum, you know, he, once you can decode this stuff, because it's written in such a way that you can't understand it. It's so complex that unless you have the key, you're going to be wandering around or you're going to get these kind of half-assed interpretations. Um, you know, if I just said the word, oh, this is a kilopod, you know, I'm not going to go in all the details. You know, I don't want to go in all these different sigils and all this stuff. I mean, it gets quite, uh, you know, quite, um, quite deep, you know, but we've got like Tiamat, we have this Babylonian deity. Uh, Sathariel, the angel of deception. You know, we have all these different demons. You know, I was, when I was reading through this, I got the, the prayer to summon Lucifer, which I'm not going to read. But I mean, when you start looking into it, what you really find is most of the stuff people talking about this stuff are satanic practitioners, right? These are people that are, you know, you get a couple nut jobs. There's very little information. I had to go back to a lot of these older sources. Um, but really, you find that most of the people that even know about the stuff are people that, you know, following Aleister Crowley and et cetera, are actually trying to do this. And then we don't even have to work. You know, we go back to, you know, the Beatles Lodge, um, where the Beatles was at the Beatle Lodge, where, where Aleister Crowley is, you know, he set up his performing arts troupe. That was in or the, what is it called? The Lodge of the Beetle, the House of the Beetle. But anyways, the word Beetle was in there. That's where he started his performing art magic rituals, where you go to see a performance that is actually undertaking an occult working without your knowledge. And Alistair you know, Crowley was a manager. He managed a all-female ragtime band You know, that was playing all over Europe. That would have been a pretty interesting tour to, tour to check sure. out. Sure. And then, of course, uh, the Beatles were into promoting him, as was uh, Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones and all these other bands out there. And we did... You know, how many shows have we already done, Hans, exposing all of that? But people still try to play down what Crowley was. And, you know, and he was a big influence. Uh, there's that clip of Tim Leary bragging about how he was carrying on much of the work that Crowley started. And then you have all of the ties into uh, Hassani Sabah and Islam and all of this stuff that I had, you know, completely overlooked over the years. And I've had to go back and look a lot more deeply at that at you know at those connections into islam and a lot of people think that islam has no political power no financial power i mean they have all of our our oil money they have uh, 1.8 billion people they've got uh, vote control over the the un they've got uh, you know people they're, they're taking over cities like minneapolis and 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 these other places all over the place but just because they you know, or, you know, they, they do it in a tiptoe style, tiptoe totalitarianism to bring in Sharia law. People actually believe that they don't have power. And, and you can see all of the underlying machinations between, in my opinion anyway, between Satanism and between Islam. And Islam is not compatible with Christianity at all. 
and uh, compatible with you know with the Western style of uh, living. And we can see this stuff, you know, being brought in through Europe. We can see all of this stuff being brought in across uh, the United States. And, uh, you know, and there's a coupling there between Satanism and between uh, Islam. And I recommend people go back and watch all of my shows with, with Lloyd DeYoung and with uh, Todd and get a, a deeper understanding of all of that. And then go back and look at my shows with Hans, all, you know, 42 of them, including this one, and uh, get how this stuff overlaps and ties together. And, and when you see how, you know, here's the thing is a lot of people don't grasp that Islam worships will as God versus Christianity worships logos. Do what thou wilt is the whole of the law in, in, in Satanism. Whereas in Christianity, logos or truth, reason, where we get the word logic, is God. And so, you know, this is at the core of, of what is being spread out there today to mind control people. And then you see that, that Islam is really 60, what is it, no, or 80 some, 84% a political system with like a 14% a religious cherry on top. And it, it matches perfectly with the ideology of communism that they're uh, promoting. And then you can see these, these tie-ins between, these, uh, between these, the communism as a political system and Islam as a so-called religious system. You know, but uh, everybody's so busy you know, chasing the scapegoat, they refuse to even look at it. We're, 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 we're told that Islam are the poor victims. They're brown people with box cutters and they have no political power. I mean, you know, it's just, uh, you know, bury your hat, head in the sand and ignore the, the bigger picture. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's fine. I was going to read a quote uh, from the book of the Concealed Mystery. You want to move your, your pop guard down a little bit there? We can't see your sure, face. Oh, you there. can't see me. Oh, yeah. my God. That's there you go. <laughs> you can't see me. All right. Um, I'm all dressed, uh, but well, you know the. Uh, I'm not going to say anything about on that Islam side because I, I honestly haven't researched it. But you do see the black cube, right? The uh, the black cube is just the the uh, at Mecca, right? The Kaaba, the Kaaba stone, which sounds probably like Kabbalah. You have the hypercube, hypercube or the tesseract, right? Which is the symbol of the final or total control of those children, those who are subjugated not of the rulers, but it's the hypercube is the eternal prison. I mean, you can see bands like Tool, which are absolutely soaked, not only soaked. Somebody just mentioned Tool. (laughs) Well, actually, he's saying they're a tool. Everybody has their pet conspiracy theory that the Muslims are just tools for anybody else and that they're never responsible for their own actions and their own books and belief systems don't lay this stuff out. It's nonsense. But, yeah, Tool, the band, for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, Tool, uh, not only are they, and I, I, I did, uh, I think one of your listeners um, had contacted me, so I did something with him. I'll just mention his name, Sean McCann, because otherwise I wouldn't have looked into Tool. But uh, they are not only um, very aware of this stuff, but they're actually doing these rituals, you know, on their, on their audience. This is a much higher level. You know, it's not just guys walking around with, uh, you know, satanic symbols. I mean, even much more advanced say than Jimmy Page. I mean, they got everything, even they have, you know, the drum, 
the drum beats, they have all the symbolic stuff. There's so many different entities. They even certain albums, uh, they say, you know, you have to un take this protective ritual before you listen to it. They go into a studio, they dispel, they create a magic circle and dispel the energy of anyone who's ever recorded there before. And then, you know, do their music. But in a sense, maybe they're making it, um, you know, into their own things. So the tool is an example of, uh, especially, you know, coming off the Grateful Dead audience. Um, that is not even hiding what they're doing, but they're actually, you know, they're doing literal occult workings on their audience that they're actually saying they're doing it. And, and they're, you know, everything is tied in sounds, lights, the music, the number of beats, uh, all the symbolism, all this other stuff. They even have a, I think part of his drum set is, is made from something melted down, a Knights Templar relic is, you know, in the, the guy from Tool, it's in his drum set. And he, so they're super deep into the stuff that I'm talking about. And that's why what I'm saying, when you see like the Madonna performance, it's not just some pop thing that's just, um, that's just a, um, you call it, a, you know, just some kind of entertainment or creating bad vibes. No, this is an actual ritual being undertaken with the audience as participants, but it's more than just simply a music thing. You know, and I think they've gone beyond that level. So now it's gone into the point of they're doing these actual workings within these music videos, within, you know, at the, you know, these artists, you know, most of whom Tool, I think, is not. But I mean, you know, there, there's places in the country where they will not handle tools. They, the, the roadies won't touch their band equipment because they're so, they're that occult and have so much like occult stuff with their equipment. They literally will not, they won't even carry the cases out. And I mean, that's a job. That's how, I mean, Tool is hardcore. But anyways. Um, I, I've been to a few of their concerts. Last time was probably 2010 or so. And, you know, mm -hmm. and, and after we did our series, Music, Mind Control, and Psychobiology, you know, it's, it's blatantly obvious what uh, Tool is involved in. And then, of course, they're one of the key bands. You know, they, like, like you said, they took over the dead, but they are promoted through guys like uh, Alex Gray and stuff. All of their artwork is, is his. And then you realize the reason why Alex Gray wanted his temple on the Hudson River is because it was right near uh, Esopus Island where Aleister Crowley was doing all of his uh, you know, rituals there. And, of course, I was in New York uh, a few years ago researching all of the background on what Crowley was doing there and the ties to... Uh, how that influenced into uh, uh, Woodstock and, you know, Woodstock, the town, as well as the uh, music festivals. And, you know, and it's it's some pretty dark, crappy stuff that the whole thing is connected with. But you've got, you know, Alex Gray right there on the Hudson River, not far from Esopus Island, at maybe like 10 minutes, 20 minutes away. And then uh, you've got, uh, you know, this, uh, him producing the artwork that Tool uses, and then they're doing these these rituals on stage and whatnot, but... Uh, yeah, I'm just going to... I'm going to share some stuff here. Sure. See. I'm going to just share some images here um, of Tool, because, you know, again, that's a... Yeah, somebody said Cosm is a cult for sure. It's a cult. That's, well, in my I mean, opinion, anyway. Well, that, again, you have this inversion, right? Because they are, you know, you don't necessarily... You know, you can do... You know, I'm not certainly uh condoning psychedelics but i mean you can do um you know occult stuff you can do you know uh, what do you call it uh you know uh lsd rituals that aren't necessarily that bad but these are just some images from tool this is like 
right here. So that's what um, I think that's like on one of his his gongs. See if I can scroll through these. I have to guess go back and forth. But I mean, it's just they're not. They're, you know, they're serious about this stuff. You know what I mean? This is you know, I mean, they are actual. You know, at least Danny. You know, he's a major practitioner. Look at this. Look at this right here. You know, I mean, this is not. It's not someone just messing around. This is someone who knows. You know, the actual. You know, the actual practices. You know that, that you know it's much, but also they're doing it on their audience. I mean, look at that. You got the owls. You got the, you know the seal of the solomon stuff and all that I yeah mean, who was that band that we exposed a few years ago using that exact same symbolism there too remember that i think that was actually that was uh that may have been altamont where they sacrificed uh, maybe another band um no I just, well we had we had played a video clip of this uh, satanic band doing a, a big ritual so even this stuff right you got this numerology you got this you know even when it's sort of hidden right it's uh it's right there I mean, just, it just goes on and on, um, you know, with, with tool, it's like, but again, you know, they, you know, they're using like certain types of gold mean ritual stuff, blah, blah, blah. There's an Alex gray, Alex gray painting, right? Oh, you're supercharged. Your chakras are supercharged as you see tool. No, you're, you, you know, they're actually sucking your life force. Um, there's a, there's a picture hang on one of the albums uh, where there's, there's, he's got these jars with lights in it. I was talking to the guy Sean, and he's like, "Well, that's that's their like they're 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 getting their power." I said, "No, that's the souls of their audience members. So they're doing they're literally harvesting souls now. Whether or not you believe that's real, that's what these this band is doing. I mean, they're that um, sort of advanced into these arts, or at least the the leaders of that band are right. And and so they're they're not uh, you know that's another kind of a level." Um, but actually most people don't really know that, you know, you see bands, you know, like again, Black Sabbath or, you know, they're, they're, you know like Slayer. It's mostly like cartoon stuff, right? Somebody I mean, mentioned made... Rush a minute ago too. Rush. Oh, the, the pentagram. Well, the pentagram, you know, the symbol of intellect, the symbol of man, you know, the symbol, also the symbol of this, um, the ascension, right. Of the, um, the all knowing, uh, individual, individual power, right. Of course you have the inversion of that. Um, but that's why you have this in this tree of death, these practices, you have all this human sacrifice. I mean, even in the tree of death, you have the cannibalism, right? What's being pushed in Netflix all the time. You have cannibalism being pushed. How about suicide? That's even worse. That's one yeah. of the greatest sins. And what is that show? I think it's called, oh, 13. Was it called like 13 stories? Well, you and know, like I, I canceled my Netflix subscription once Obama joined the board of directors there. I, I wasn't going to support that crap, you know. Yeah, we have this this show. I think it's called Thirteen Stories, which is actually a very you know important number or whatever. I, I may be wrong on that name, so you know please correct me. But uh, but the, the story, you know, it's a teenage with Sol I think it's Salima Gomez, whatever. And there was like a 40 percent spike in suicides among that demographic that show is targeted for. We're, we're talking about 30-40% spike over the whole population because of one show on Netflix. And these people aren't being prosecuted for hate speech. That's, that's what is going on. Right. And so, you know, again, this stuff, these rituals, these numbers, these colors, these letters, right. Cause everything comes down. You have all the different numerological values. You have the values of the dates, you have the, you know, astrological connections. You go back to the Egyptian stuff, all this stuff ties together. It is a type of science. And in fact, some of it underlies, as I was, I alluded to a little bit talking about, you know, the, uh, you got the hellfire club. Um, you've got the solar, is it called the solar group? These are like 17th century groups or whatever. And these groups are actually these organizations 
then they actually, you know, they use that. Uh, Rabelais, do what thou wilt, right? The Lodge of Philema comes from Rabelais, who is a monk, right? Who wrote these, these books, but he has this book, you know, this, um, you know, the, this parable in the guy's house, you know, Philemon. The motto is do what thou wilt. That's what Aleister Crowley named his society. And this is connected again with the scientific elite with people like John D, with you know, Robert, with uh, Newton, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. Um, um, well, and, and just to add to that, Crowley believed that he was in the same fraternity as uh, Muhammad was. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, there you go. I mean, you do have the uh, the Malamati uh, Sufi order, which does follow some of this this stuff, right? Exactly. But, you know, it ties in directly. Well, and then, you know, uh, uh, the former head of the OTO, uh, Robert Graves, uh, writes in the introduction to the uh, book on the Sufis that the that the uh, Freemasons are, in fact, a Sufi organization, you know, but we're not supposed to look at Islam, you know, because they have no political power. They're weak. They're brown people. They're, you know, I mean, if we believe all the propaganda, it's it's just a complete uh you know, don't don't even bother to look there. It's unimportant. You know, 1.8 billion followers and they don't have any power. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we do have, you know, this, uh, you know, the the architect, right? You have uh, Jabulon, right? Jabulon, um, Lucifer, right? And this is, I think that's the stage we're reaching. Um, you know, again, as I mentioned in this, um, in this um, this progression, and, and you have shows like Twenty Four, right, where the where the guys like torturing the people, and that's cool to torture people to extract, you know. So you have a pushing of these police state stuff through all these police dramas. Now we have the implementation of it, you know, a gradual rolling out. But now you have pushing of cannibalism, and now they're talking about putting human remains into compost, right? So this is, you know, again, this is one of these types of degradations, um, one of these these um, processes where these sort of modalities right um and you know you know it's really fundamentally you see something that's really anti-nature right it's anti what exists it's trying to transform and control which is exactly again going to cybernetics um and then but then again you have the scientific aspect you have all this occult stuff you have all these dates you have like look at everything that happened in 1913 you know, I, I, unfortunately, on this one laptop, I did all this research about all the, like, the events in the 60s, the counterculture, how all this stuff was tied together. But you got the Kennedy assassination, you have the arrival of the Beatles, you have all these numerological connections, right? You have all these um, even, uh, you know, ley lines and all this other stuff, right, as, as you've looked into. So it, it, it ties in. But then when you add the data networks, when you add this idea of the man-machine merging right which is the goal of cybernetics and the goal of social bio biological and social control to implement biological social control mechanisms again under the guise of science but then when you look at right even i mentioned uh stafford beers just because it's the, the whole the cyber sin episode in chile was such a great little rollout you know with that star trek headquarters and i, I urge everyone you can watch that watch that video but that's um, that's basically, um, you know, what is going on. When you look at these dates, right down, what is it? 2312, 1913, uh, the Federal Reserve, 531, 1913, 16th Amendment, income tax. Um, and then, uh, oh, five, and then 521, 1913, you have the, the changing of the, of how senators were elected, right? So you have all this stuff. 
you know, taking place. You see that number 13, you see various other numbers, um, you know, it, and again, it gets very complex, but then it provides sort of a hidden code to start to understand how all this stuff happens. But like I said, you know, you're having shows like on Netflix that are promoting cannibalism. How long until cannibalism just becomes normal, right? They're talking about soil and green. They're putting human remains in fertilizer. That's basically soil and green, right? Um, we're having the criminalization of wrong thing. We're having this draconian um, you mean of, of correct think. Or, or, correct think, yeah. Well, of okay. truthful think, right? I mean, they invert everything and call it wrong think, and then uh, now we're back in in uh, in George Orwell's 1984 but worse. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like I said, I can go through uh, many, many examples. Um, and, but this, like I said, this is sort of a, a precursor because I can't get into all the details, but using this stuff, when you start seeing even the different sigils, all the different stuff, then you start decoding these music videos and you start seeing, you know, it then it starts to tie into the social legislative, you know, it, you know, all this stuff, this stuff is like a process. And now we're, you know, we're pretty far along, like I said, I mean, the implementation of the 5G smart city network is the reign of Lucifer, which is, you know, just a couple stages away from the complete kingdom of Satan or the, the total eternal imprisonment within the hypercube, the black cube, right? The uh, right. Tesseract. Um, and that's, you know, one of a big part of tools imagery is a Tesseract, the hypercube. Come, let us steal your souls and imprison you while we suck your energy for our cult rituals. Well, and they're, they're, it's basically like a succubus, you know, and then everybody thinks, you know, and, and as we showed in our series, you know, that's really what rock music is in general. It's to get everybody caught up in sex, drugs, and rock and roll so that they can suck your life energy. And that's what uh, Burning Man and these these huge, um, uh, you know, festivals are as well. You know, get get people out there wasting their their lives and their energy on that stuff rather than building toward their own future. So it it sucks your your life force, your energy away into these, uh, you know, these these dark things and and. You know, at this point, you know, and you and I have been exposing stuff. What you came on the show the first time almost a decade ago, but uh, if you can believe that, um, do you think at this point, even after all of our effort to uh, expose all of this, that we've even put a dent in it and to slow it down? I think so. Absolutely, man. I mean, just that, you know, you get this wisdom out, you start seeing things, you know, and the whole thing that I guess I, I try to stress is that, you know, you know, all the stuff. If you don't know what's happening, if you can't understand it, then you are a victim. But once you understand it, and if you're able to um, go through those personal things that have become associated and attached to this, right? We have to understand that this stuff, you know, we have our family patterns, we have all this stuff going on, um, and that goes to the MK Ultra for the masses, right? We have all these things of our personalities that may or may be targeting. Now, it's a little bit like buckshot. But some people are directly targeted. I mean, uh, people have mentioned this to me. I remember this as a kid. There was all this pornography. Used to find these mounds of pornography. You know, when I was like uh, five, what is it, 10, 11 years old by the river, I found out that there was stuff all over the country. There are these dumps of pornography, either in dumpsters, in places where kids, you know, I used to go there and ride dirt bikes or yeah. skateboarding. 
you know, and this is all over the country. We grew up um, in a town with uh, Sankey that was for uh, water runoff for the orange groves. And same thing, you know, you would, you know, because we used to go down there as kids on our bikes and stuff because they were big enough to ride your bikes underground. And uh, you could ride from one side of town all the way to the other. And sure enough, man, there were there were piles of porno in, in these tubes. Why? That stuff costs money. I mean, you're a businessman. I mean, that's, you know, the thing is, think about it. At that time, you know, not dating ourselves, but you didn't have like inner porn internet, right? You had to pay for it. So, I mean, why would you ditch and throw that stuff away? Well, it wasn't being thrown away. These were drops. Uh, I'd love to trace that. These were drops all across the country. That's the level the stuff operates on. Because what I've got now, Yana, you mentioned you, you had the same experience. So I've, I've heard this from about 10, I think about 10, 15 people um, that have experienced this. In fact, one, one lady I talked to, like her brother used to go get the stuff out of a dumpster and like sell it. He was having a business, but this is places where young kids, you know, like riding your bikes, right? There's no adult. Maybe there's some homeless dude going to go there, but they're dropping the stuff. Why are you going to throw? I mean, this one place, you know, it was like way deep in the woods, right? You know, where they had all the dirt bike trails. And then there was like a, these trees and there's this mounds of porn, just mounds of it. Yeah. And there's like, I remember, I remember seeing next. that stuff too. Yeah, you're right. And you think that just happened? Well, you, you're, you know, we're, and, you know, when I, you know, at the time I would have just thought it was homeless people leaving it behind, but you're right. I mean, you know, back then those magazines were, you know, in 1980s money, two, three, four bucks a pop. And then, uh, about, you know, about 10, $11 now, you know, right. And so there's no buy. way they would be unintentionally left behind by homeless people. Right. I mean, why would they be, you know, it, it's just, the, it's too cost prohibitive, but you know, I hadn't even thought of that Hans, you know, uh, you were, and just to, I wanted to throw this out. You were on episode number 99. That was the first mm. time you were on, on January 4th, 2011. So eight and a half years ago, if you can believe that. Wow. Well, that's a nice, nice number. Let me just read this little quote, <laughs> um, actual, actual text here. And I, I knew I threw a lot of stuff out there. I was trying to make it concise, but I, hopefully some of the stuff I was talking about got conveyed, you know, cause it, it starts to. That, but that's an example, right, of this kind of rollout where, you know, this stuff was expensive. You know, it's not like old used newspapers. No, it's not like ads, right? You could imagine, you know, all the junk junk mail. No, this is expensive stuff. That so a lot of the stuff you had to go to specialized shops. You couldn't just buy it over the counter. You had to go to like, you know, Hot Mama's Den, you know, Lion's Den, whatever those, those porno shops, right, on, on the road. You know, and so you couldn't even buy that stuff at a normal store. And these things, some of these magazines, some of them were, are really expensive, you know, because they're like glossy. I mean, they're like, elite, you know, almost quasi illegal. So just and you're talking about in California. So I now have I now have all these locations in the country. This was all happening. Interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. But anyways, let me just read this. Sure. This is about about the, uh, the kilowatt. So but there are excavations of excavations. The excavation is a receptacle like that which is hollowed out or carved out, like a cave or any other receptacle. Therefore, our receptacles are inferior with respect to the superiors, among which the shells hold the last place, which here are described, under the form of a vast serpent extending this way and that. Okay, so the shells, the, um, the, uh, the kilophant, the negative uh, uh, sephirot are called shells. They're actually ultimately empty, but they, so that's, the shell, right? The hollowing out, the deadhead. You hollow your mind out so you can get demonically possessed. But anyways, back to it. Um, concerning, let's see. Um, so this vast serpent. Concerning the serpent, the author of the Royal Valley, 
speaks thus. Treat us of the shells, the fragments of the receptacles which have fallen into the world of creation, of formation and action. Therein exists from the outer, and judgments are more consonant to these, which are called profane, and have their habitation in the middle space between the holy and the unclean. And from the head is formed the great dragon, which is the sea, and the serpent, which is, however, not so harmful as the earthly one. And thus, and this dragon has been castrated since his crest, or membrum genitalia, together with his mate, have been repressed and therefore have formed 400 desirable worlds. And thus dragon in his head, a nostril, after the manner of whales, in order that he may receive influence and in himself that he containeth all the dragons, which is said, thou hast broken the heads of the dragon of the waters. And here the idea or universal form of all the shells is understood, which encompasses the seven inferior emanations and the queen after the manner of the serpent, as well as from the right side and the left side of every other side. Okay, so this is the, the, the micro prosperous, right? Which is that, that uh, I can put the image up, you know, they have that as above, so below. But the micro prosperous, so the dragon, this great dragon is actually the energizing form, right? Of, of the shells. Um, and so it's also, it also relates to the human body. Um, all this stuff relates directly to the, you know, the human body and everything else. I mean, if you look into, it even relates to the whole, all the different emanations of all matter and everything like that. But so, you know, I'm not going to go read any more of that. Um, but basically um, these demonic entities and this dragon, right. That, that, that even though it's invisible, like a whale, right? Its nostril is moving in and out of this world, you know, uh, putting this sort of darkness um, or energy out there. Um, you know, and again, the inversion of the Malkuth, which is that first plane of, uh, of music, right? And then from there, you know, again, we get into all these different things that have happened. And, but it's very mathematical. It fits, you know, again, it fits right in a computer grid. You know, you got your computer controller. And look, again, look at Stafford Beer's illustrations. So just like these, you know, the whole his whole computer control mechanism grid, which he described his ideal factory where if a worker isn't performing, they should be eliminated. He's actually talking about an automated factory where if you're not working properly, eliminated means you're killed. It's eugenics. He wanted to inbuild a eugenic principle into the factories he was building. This is a peace and love, you know, you know, Gregory Bateson, buddy, Stafford Beer, you know, working with the peace and love socialist, you know, Allende. And he's talking about putting in he said this, uh, you know, I have the book in front of me. He said, this will be an unpopular thought, but within the factory of the future, which is controlled as a, you know, a vast cybernetic system, the eugenic principle must not free, be forgotten and in fact should be primary. He's saying that within, you look at, you know, the whole system is that you're actually going to be killing people or, you know, whatever, you know, automatically based on these things. That's what's going to happen with our algorithms, with the, the smartphones, with the, with the uh, social credit. That's exactly what this unfolding is. Um, you know, again, it's not that I, you know, if it wasn't for the, the, uh, the massive amount of, you know, again, this occult imagery, and in fact, actual occult ritual workings that are occurring in popular culture, I wouldn't even bring this stuff up. But again, when you have a code, you start to decipher it. Um, and then, you know, whether or not these demonic entities exist or whether they're psychological principles, either way, they're being embedded into our minds. Either way, the, the process of fracturing the personality of creating these different layers or different tiers 
that can't access the others that are that are uh, activated by specific trigger codes. This has now been deployed on a mass scale. I guess that's my my larger point. This is being deployed on a mass scale. We can go ahead and analyze it um, and go into detail with that, but that's exactly what is happening and what has happened. And then once you get that point of clarity, again, there's lots and lots of information to fill it in. That's the mass deployment of this stuff. But again, with this occultic aspect of this whole demonology, um, and, and all these energies, and you said succubi and incubus and all these temptations and all this debasement and all these, all these other factors, that is actually, that's, then you start to understand the contemporary world. What's the only way out of our system is this indulgence, right? You have the superstar, you have the, the football star, you have the, you have the music star, you know, indulging well, in drugs and orgies. And, and, and this it. is exactly why they don't want people reading the Bible anymore. They've, you know, they've spun the Bible as evil mind control and, and Logos as evil mind control. And when you get it, uh, Logos and, and living in truth and understanding what these things teach to keep us out of iniquitous behavior is exactly what the dark forces don't want us doing because, you know, the more we're caught up in all of that behavior, the more easily we are mind controlled. So you can see the progression of these things coincides exactly with the degradation and destruction of Christianity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, we go a little bit further, you know, about this, like I said, this stuff is very complicated. Um, and it, then it gets in all the mathematics, all the, 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 you have abracadabra, right. And how this word, you know, you have all these letter word combinations um, and they have a braxis, like Santana, right. So all this stuff, but anyways, um, so we have that, you know, the, the serpent also has his head. His tail is in his head. That is, he holdeth his tail in his mouth in order that he may, may form a circle. Okay, so he may form a circle. Um, Brian agrees that uh, Christianity is the only way out. I think I'm reading his message right. Yeah. So, you know, numbers are called days. Numbers are days. Everything is based on this you know, system of numbers. And, and that's actually where we get down to our world today, right? Everything is becoming numbers. Everything is becoming data. Everything is becoming digital. Everything is being moved into this inverted world, right? But, you know, for this, for those that, are, you know, subscribe to this, this is the, um, this is the, you know, the, whatever you call it, the, uh, the you know, the redemption or whatever, you know, um, I won't go to this anymore. It's like, I well, said, it, you know, we, what, what I want to do Hans is have you back in a couple few weeks. Would you be down for that to go into this more depth and more depth? Sure. Yeah. You know, um, cause I mean, we've, we've just barely unpacked the, the surface level of it. And I'm glad you, you know, we hardly even discussed this today, but, uh, I'm glad well, I just that, gave you, I, I'm I glad you're you seeing title. the exact same stuff that I'm seeing going on, you know? Well, I just I, we, I just gave you a title, man. That was that's all we discussed. <laughs> well, you know, and uh, but I, I'm just talking about what we've unpacked on the surface layer today is exactly you know what I've been thinking over the last couple of months. And uh, you know, you, you and I spoke last time. It was maybe two, three, maybe even four months ago. But uh, you know, there's a lot more that we need to get into depth on this whole issue. And, uh, you know, so I'd like to, I'd like to get into more depth on this and, uh, hopefully we can wake some more people up. Um, 
it's, you know, I mean, I think that, you know, you and I have done a tremendous amount of, of work to your presentations and my, you know, spending weeks and months editing all of those shows and whatnot, and uh, just pulling up all of the research on this stuff. And maybe, you know, maybe we should find something that we can actually dissect on screen that won't get the channel shut down. Like that's not a Madonna video or something like that. You know what I mean? So yeah, I can, I can make a video. Maybe I should do that. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, you know, yeah, that's uh, that's one of the things that that, unfortunately, um, you know, you gotta be so paranoid um, in order to, um, you know, put this stuff out, not paranoid, but I mean, I've had, I've tried to put up videos, man. They always get blocked or almost even I've had my own voice. I took everything away and my own voice got a copyright violation. I'm like, what? Somebody owns my voice. And I, and I, and I filed against it and they, they still didn't put it up, you know? So it's, there's a level of ridiculousness, but then of course you have videos that have all these clips in them and they're perfectly fine. I even, I guess the fair use thing doesn't work. I mean, you know, if I could actually show the video, it's going to be a lot more compelling you know i can describe it but um maybe that's uh yeah you know you know we can do something like you know show how a madonna or a such and such a tool would use it you know and it's right in the name of the band tool right i mean they put it right in your face you're a tool you know a tool tools also relates to um, something used in a magical occult working like a magic wand, like, you know, your, your skull cup where you have a human skull with, you know, ambrosia in it, whatever, that's a tool also. So, you know, and it starts applying the audience are tools, um, they, but they're also tools. They're being implemented into these, their powers being siphoned off into these global occult rituals, which the, the Notre Dame thing was a major, 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 um, aspect of that that people you know that that's something if you look at that you start tying stuff in that's why i think we have reached kind of an advanced stage again the we're reaching up to the what the seventh sephirot or the kilophot not the sephirot which is you know the lucifer again which is the ultimate global totalitarian government and then from there there's still three more you know a couple more uh levels of decay but you know along the way we can we have human sacrifice pedophilia you know, transgender stuff. We have cultural degradation. We have, you know, whatever, all these things. And, and are, everybody are uses it for virtue signaling and, and, you know, bragging about how open-minded and great they are. And meanwhile, it's the complete collapse of, of society. You know, it didn't stop with gay marriage. Next, it'll be bestiality and, and all of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, one thing in that Madonna song, she says like, not everyone is going to make it, but, basically those that see the right light, right? Those that see the Luciferian light, that those that cross over into this occult ruling space, that she's almost like, you know, kind of the opposite of reaching someone to the higher, reaching out to the higher spiritual space. She's saying, you know, in that video, one of the things is we're going to, most of the people on the earth are going to die. She's got the dancers with the gas masks and not everyone's going to make it. But I guess if you embrace this darkness, then you can, you can transition over. Um, you know, so these are marking, you know, I mean, these are all that was in Jerusalem, right? So these are, you know, some of these things have greater import and then we can go on and on with all these different events, whether it's the shootings, whether it's the bombings, whether it's, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, various news items, all the stuff is tied in with this, with the system 
of numerology, a system of demonology with a psych system of psychological, um, you know, behaviorism, psychological conditioning, um, you know, with, uh, with a biochemical aspect, with a vibrational aspect, whether it's music itself or 5G, 4G, 3G, you know, all this stuff is all interconnected. Um, and it's hard to make sense of it, but it actually does make sense. And that's what I, I didn't think I would come to this, this as sort of as a key to pull stuff together because I've been kind of trying to figure this stuff out and thinking like, how the heck could all this stuff be organized? But then when you, you know, you start to see, well, then now it's, well, it becomes very transparent. And then there's all this coding behind it, right? You know, one little image or symbol, there, there's tons of stuff behind that, you know, and like I said, that complexity, it's like studying a science, you know, of course it's an occult science. Um, so you know, I think it must have some type of effect because you can see that the level of power that's been reached, but, but anyways, yeah, yeah. So I, I, you, if there's any questions, I can just kind of lighten up on the heavy. <laughs> yeah. Well, we should wrap it up here in a couple of minutes and have you back okay. in a couple, couple of few weeks, uh, to go more into depth on this. I'm just reading people's, uh, comments i don't see too many questions a lot of people are getting it um you know it's good to see most people are are getting the bigger picture you know it's it's the key thing is to get people to stop chasing after scapegoats and and to get the bigger deeper picture of this you know mind control matrix thing that's going on but um i don't know Let's see. So, and I just saw a couple of donations come in. Thanks everybody for the donations and support. Yes, we did get demonetized in the whole uh, uh, YouTube shutdown thing last week. So we need uh, direct donations and support. Uh, Hansutter at hotmail.com. You can uh, donate to me at through paypal.me slash logosmedia.com or through Patreon. The links are at the bottom of the show. I'm also posting them up in the chat uh, throughout the show, but we definitely need your support. Without the super chats, it's a lot harder to, uh, you know, maintain the show. So I definitely appreciate everybody's uh, love and support. Hans does as well. You know, again, this is Hans and my 42nd episode together. We have done a lot of shows and a lot of work together. And, uh, you know, people are asking uh, what your take is on 5G and biobots. I think you kind of covered that already earlier, about 20 minutes ago during the show. So Brian can scroll back on that. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's uh, tough stuff, um, you know. And, and, you know, the, the more you get in, the deeper you get in into exposing it, the more they spread lies about you for exposing it, you know, and that's kind of the, the irony of it all. It, you know, Satan doesn't want this stuff um, exposed, so they're going to try to shut anybody down who, who does expose it. You know, if you're a, a Christian, you're, a, you know, you're, you're, you're spreading hate speech because you're exposing this stuff and the degeneracy that's going on. And, uh, you know, any, any amount of truth is now considered hate speech. And, you know, it's like we did a whole series on Islam and I was called a, a sellout for exposing Islam and how Islam is far more dangerous than, you know, than Jewish Zionism and stuff like that. You know, and, it, you know, we can't, uh, we can't provide enough citations for people to actually start fact-checking on their own so that they can get a bigger picture of this. But we've provided the work and citations. No, we didn't sell out. 
you know, we're, we're still pushing ahead and, and doing the best we can on all of this stuff. And it's, it's tough when uh, everywhere you, you turn, you're accused of crap and, and whatnot. So we appreciate the people who have stuck by us through thick and thin. Uh, Hans, we'll get you back here soon so that we can go more in depth on this. Uh, again, it's Hans Utter at Hotmail.com. Please support Hans. Please support uh, me as well so we can continue this work. And uh, I've posted the uh, again the the PayPal, Patreon uh, links, etc. Or you can just go to LogosMedia.com and hit the and hit the uh, donate button or the what is it the support button. And also there is a Bitcoin link down there in the bottom, the Bitcoin number as well. Hugely appreciate any Bitcoin site, uh, donations as well. Hans, great to have you back. I'm going to have to, you know, we're going to have to have some more in-depth conversations here soon. Thanks, John. All right. And thanks to everybody for watching slash listing and wish everyone all the best. Uh, enjoy the summer. Um, and, you know, again, the, uh, the demonic energies are shells. So ultimately they're empty, right? So through the light, even though the stuff's being implemented, I think all of it can be cast aside hopefully and uh i just wish everyone all the best and uh you know i hope everyone finds a place of peace creativity gratitude joy in their lives and you know uh anyways um you know just uh keep moving on and yep um hopefully i'll get my stuff my internet presence has been a little bit bogged down i just i actually do a lot of uh i'm doing a lot of concerts so i've been traveling quite a bit and so it's uh takes a bit of a toll and it's kind of hard to, to kind of get back to normal activities, you know, after driving for 20 hours and whatever, and do that stuff, which is, you know, again, it's not bad. I'm not, you know, I'm not like a, a trucker or something, but you know, it, it's, uh, it, you know, it's a little bit hard to, to get this internet thing going, but I I'm trying. So, but anyways, uh, thanks everybody for listening again and, you know, have a wonderful evening and, uh, you know, I will look forward to, uh, conversing with you Jan on our next uh, our next show look forward to it thanks everybody have a good night and uh, enjoy your families take care